This is Bobby. And this is Josh. You're listening to the League of Extraordinary Jerks podcast. (laughs) Hey, jerks, and welcome to another podcast for the League of Extraordinary Jerks. I'm Josh. We got Bobby. And today we got another special guest coming a bit of a theme. Bobby, who we got today? We have John. Welcome, John. What's going on? So, Johnny, football's credentials here. We got 2015 champion, has never finished with a losing record since joining the league, won his championship in the 14-man league we had, known as the man who always comes out on the winning end of trades, currently has a framed photo of Josh on his desk at work because he lost a bet to Josh. Yep. Overall dynasty record, 10-8. and Welcome, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah. Long time listener, first We're time excited. caller. <laughs> <laughs> so, first question we got for you is: What has been your favorite trade since playing fantasy in the league? Favorite trade, the next one. No, yeah. uh, seriously, <laughs> the next one uh, it's, it has to be uh, the pip trade with uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, it hasn't worked out this year so far, but mm-hmm. you know, getting that uh, that wide receiver one and much I, I needed it, so. Gave up little little Leonard Fournette. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I mean, what a super team, by the way. Just saying. Hey, it's three and three. You're. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, records doesn't always reflect Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, second question. Is there going to be a double champ or a new champ this season? Oh, it has. Because Bobby's got here that there are currently three champs in and three non-champs in. On the projected playoffs. So, what do you think is going to happen? It has to be double champ. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So this not is the me. year someone. You got anybody in mind? If it's not me, then. <laughs> no, then it won't, be, it won't be a double champ if it's not me. So, it'll be a new champ, if anything. It has to be me. Okay. I'll be the double champ. Yeah, it's going to be you. You're Absolutely. calling it from way out Absolutely. here. In the number seven spot right now. He's calling Correct. It. I'm getting healthy. Saquon's coming back. Adams is coming back. And Jose's going to feel the. The first wrath right there. Okay. With him. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Next question. Go ahead, do Bobby. You, do you think head-to-head or overall record will determine who gets the number six spot for the playoffs? Ooh. Hmm. It's probably going to be a head-to-head. And I know I'm yeah. actually down on that one. Yep. Losing to Josh. Losing to Steve. Yeah, you've lost yeah. to everyone in your division almost. Oh, well, thanks for that, Bobby. Thanks. I no problem. It. It's in my notes later on. He I is, will reiterate it. He is always ready. He's <laughs> quick. No, yeah, but I think it's yeah. going to be head-to-head, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I think it'll come down to that. I mean, we've, we've kind of just – everybody's lost to everybody, and I think anybody at the top has lost to some big-name people. So I, I think it's going to come down to head-to-head. Well, Kyle didn't you know? lose to a big-name person. Kyle yeah. lost to Bub, which is like – Irrelevant yeah. for both uh, of them. Okay. Doesn't help Bob at all. Kyle is in... doesn't hurt Kyle. <laughs> Kyle at all with his loss. Like, Kyle... That game was just such Kyle a Kyle is an exception in every sense of the word in this league. <laughs> the, the fact that he's 4-1, and one, the fact that he's five only lost one, to Josh. the worst team in the league. 5-1, and one, sorry. I forget what week it is. You have shingles. Okay. Cut me a break, Bobby. I'm sick, <laughs> all right? Quit scratching. We can hear it over the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. 
I think that's John. Okay, so we're halfway through the season. I got some new quarter powerly rankings for you guys. Next three weeks, I think Bub and Piff will be eliminated from the playoff with two losses. Top five right now, or the top five points for teams are the top five teams. So, kind of is true there. The only negative balance in the playoff is you, Josh. Seven, seven, nine points for, nine thirty four points against, and Jose nine oh two nine twenty four. His isn't as close. This will probably change. I don't think yours will. I think you could get in, but I think it's going to be hard to overcome that many points unless you get some huge wins. Um, and not just like yeah, squeaking it by like you normally do. I'm just getting brutally pummeled yeah. week after week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my power rankings: I got Kyle number one. He's still two and one in the last three weeks. And then Steve two and one, me two and one, Remy at number four at two and one, Jose five in the last uh, this last quarter one and two, John two and one six, George two and one this last quarter at seven. Josh, 8, Piff, 9, 0-3. The only person to have lost in the last three weeks, all in a row. And Bob, 1-2. and two. Wow. Man, we were so close on calling that Piff thing. Yeah. I mean, if he hadn't just got one win. If, if your brother had, had done something. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was so thrown off by how I said the rain worked that he for- completely forgot how to draft. Changed <laughs> his team name to uh, just happy to be involved. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> good, good sport. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably, I, I can't see going any, any different really. Yeah. I mean, you can maybe mix up the middle. Obviously you got to give it to Kyle at the top. He did yeah. just beat Steve. So you can't really put Steve ahead of him. I'd say you could mix you and Remy probably side with you too um but you know remy gets hot yeah. uh jose and john i think like in the stretch i think john's gonna beat out jose um so i would put him like in my end of season projections probably at five and then jose at six um unfortunately george is doing better than me so i gotta just take that at eight and i don't know i i i, I know bub's dead last but he's he generally comes on strong at the end of the season. I don't think it's going to get him to the playoffs, but I think it'll get him past Piff. I mean, they play again week 12 for almost nothing. It's just a preview of the Sackle Bowl. Oh, nice. Yeah, which I was well, thinking was hilarious because, like, if both of them right now went on a win streak, they could probably play each other for a playoff slot. Like, if they just won the next <laughs> five, it could be, like, playoff implications in that game. But, I mean, that's not very realistic. Bub has never scored in the yeah, top half of points four. I don't know that I'd put him past it. I, I would I'd put it past him. He could I do would. it. Okay, <laughs> he would. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to leave the story. I, I want to leave it open. You know? He's my dark horse, man. But he has not scored over 127 points. Winter I mean, Soldier. My there. dark horse has surpassed. And me, now we're so. in the bye weeks, and I mean, it's not like a bye. Like his best player on bye really makes little difference in how his team does, but. I, just, I don't know, man. I don't know how, like, unless something crazy, crazy happens, which we've had some crazy weeks, and that's the thing. Like, we've had up weeks and down weeks in the NFL, crazy teams scoring points, and Bub consistently does bad. <laughs> There's no changing how he does. So, yeah. yeah. All right, looks like you got some other notes yeah. here. <laughs> so, I got, I got Remy's going to heat up. Uh, 
could go three and oh he's facing you this week and then george and then bub so while george is getting better you know he's still one of the um lesser teams and then bub and you're not doing well so he's kind of got a soft three weeks ahead of him uh, obvious yeah. yeah and then cooling off i got jose that. um He's more likely to go one and two in the next three weeks. He's got, he's going to play Bub. So if Bub does get hot, I mean, and it falls on the wrong week for Jose, it could hurt him. Yeah. And then I got stays um, cold, Bub. <laughs> stays cold. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> just trashing <laughs> him. <laughs> hey, last time I did it, he won. So we'll see how he does. Yeah, that's true. I can't believe our matchup. It, I put up 104 points. He's got two people on Monday night. Poor guy. Just <laughs> two, two solid, I mean, pretty solid wide receivers that you expect that could put up 20 points. He hasn't even come close. He's like 91. And, uh, of course, we come in 10th and 9th, and he's the only person I could have beat last week. But I'll take it. I'll take the Did win. Did you see that I had? Thanks I for... told you that he only scored over 104.43 times this season. Like fifty percent of wow. the time, that score would have won you that game, Josh. <laughs> I mean, it's just um, it's how bad it's his team is. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad. I mean, we well, made a good trade because obviously Edelman and Freeman were the only things doing anything on his team. And then, you know, you look at at Juju, and I mean, the poor guy's on his third string undrafted rookie as his quarterback. I mean, he's getting trashed all over the league, but. I mean, Juju's a good wide receiver. He's just – he's got nobody to throw him the ball. They've pretty much completely gone to a run-first offense, um, which helped me with Connor last week. But I don't know. I don't see it. I hope Freeman works out. And then Goff is just Goffle. <laughs> nice. John, who do you got for heating up and cooling off? Uh, I'm myself. I, yeah? My dad. <laughs> I mean, I said it once. So here I come. I, cooling off, I believe, Steve. Yeah. I know his schedule is kind of favors him, but I think him not having that true okay. wide receiver one hurt him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously killing it, but, I mean, can it last? Exactly. He just took it down. Yeah. Hmm. Hard to say. Um. Looks like you got our predictions yep. up. <laughs> So, I'm at 15 and 15, perfectly balanced, just for John, just because he's on the podcast. And uh looks like you're catching yeah, me, huh? getting there. What you 14 got there? 14 and 16. If I have another, Funny I have another three and two week, I can finally uh, get even there. Get a little bit better. Huh. Be 17 and uh, eight. And then, uh guess so far, we're at four and six? Yep. All right. So, well, guess Johnny, doing terrible. Johnny, uh, <laughs> so trying to turn it around. Always do. All right, you want to start with the first one, Bobby? Yep. Okay, so we got Piff one and five versus me four and two. I didn't put you in the first, Josh, but I did do me because I don't think it affects me that much. I got coming <laughs> off a loss to John. I have no Christian McCaffrey. Mahomes has regressed, and I have lost my tight end. Piff only has one win against the worst team in the league. Needs this win to be able to make the playoffs. Piff projected three points higher with me missing two people right now. Piff hasn't scored higher than me all season. 
Me and you, Josh, are five and one in predicting Piff's games. Guests are two and zero. Oh. <laughs> we have picked Piff to lose every week. He had the one exception versus Bub. As I said, Piff has been has not been predicted to win this season. I'll let you guys take it. It is just a it is just a horse you can almost bet on every time to come in dead last. Um, you will make your money eventually. Um, if as far. I mean, obviously, I got to take you. Um, I pick Bobby in this situation. I don't see anybody picking Piff, but uh, go ahead, John. Who you got? I'm picking Piff. Okay. Piff. Oh, yeah. guess they're two and zero. I'm picking three and zero right now. Okay. I'm gonna hurt him a little bit. And Piff is uh, Piff's pull this one off. Maybe a one on. Well, I just want to let you know the last uh, the last guest Piff Piff to lose, and that's why they got his games correct. Because nobody has picked him to win. But, hey, I'm going to take me. I don't think Piff pulls it out. Um, Piff, Piff is a is an opponent that could outscore you. I mean, if I have another week like I did and Piff has a week like he did, he um, he got a little bit higher. He hmm. could score higher than me. I mean, he didn't this past week. But we'll see. Um, Wilson would have to play really well. The tight end hurts me, but, I mean – Again, I didn't have anybody play him. I still beat him. I would have beat him this last week without a tight end. So even if I put in a, a zero there from the waiver, I might be able to do better, especially if I get better play out of my flexes. Um, no Chris Thompson putting up four. Cooper Cup will probably do better. So I can see myself scoring in the 140s, which should be enough to beat Piff. So I'm taking me. Yeah, that's probably where I put you. Uh, okay. All right. Next up, we got uh, Bub at one and five versus Steve. Four and two. Uh, essentially, Bub has to win the next six, or he's eliminated. <laughs> uh, only has head-to-head over Kyle, uh, which isn't really going to help him, and is four games behind, lowest in points four. Uh, plays Remy and Bobby again, but highly unlikely he makes up the point differential over 200 points. So... I mean, Steve just lost, ending his four-game win streak, but he did it with a ton of points. So, I mean, what was it, like 160-something to 175? Um, so he's only losing to Kyle, who's playing some cheat code in fantasy this year. I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's see. A win here, I mean, gets Steve closer to the bye. He hasn't beaten a Morty yet. But uh, Steve scored more points than Bub in every single week this season and is currently a 20-point favorite on the projections. So, Bobby, who you got? Yeah, I'm taking Steve. I mean, for all the reasons I've said about Bub, I just I don't see his team scoring enough to really beat anyone. He's always going to be, like, in the bottom 7 to 10. So if your team even has anything of a heartbeat, you have a good chance of beating him. I mean... Bub's finished 10th. <laughs> Bub's finished 10th uh, four out of six times this season. So, mm. you know, I, I just – it's tough to really put any kind of money on him. So I'm taking Steve. I'm also taking Steve. All right, John. This is an easy one. Okay. Any particular reason other than just common sense? Yeah, winner. <laughs> Bub is just trash. I'm sorry, Bub. All right. Okay. All right. Well, this is my week's – Upset alert right here. All right. I'm picking Bub at one and five. He's done it for me before to take out Kyle. And, and I just think he's a gamer, man. 
All right. He comes in for the big matches and that's where he's going to make his money. I think he takes down Steve to keep the dream alive. Just one more week at least. I, I think okay. you're just, uh, you're lying to yourself because you need Absolutely. Steve to lose to try and get to the back top of that division again. So you're just hoping. Or maybe, maybe I'm just trying to, you know, create a little maybe. drama. I mean, you, picked, you picked Bub last week, and it did not work out for you. So, well, I did pick him to beat Kyle. Well, I mean, if that, you pick so. him in every game and he wins one, then there you go. So. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, All right. Next up, go ahead. Bob. We got George two and four versus Kyle five and one. George is on a two-game win streak and has the hardest three-week schedule ahead. Kyle, Remy, then me. A win here would be huge for him. If Kyle wins, he is pretty much guaranteed a playoff berth. Kyle is missing his one-two combo of Bucks players. Uh, Kyle beat George one forty-six to one forty-one in Week Three. Kyle had a forty-five point game from Evans that week, who he won't have wow. this week. It's true. Uh, John, how about you take this one first? Yeah, uh, I'm actually taking George on the the revenge game, on the revenge game. So Kyle uh, not having his uh, double white outs there. But George is also losing. Okay. Cooper, so, um, yeah. Hey, who's Cooper? Still going with George, though. I think his and Hooper will pull it off. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to take George, too. And it's. I mean, it's really just because of the Bucks players combo. I mean, Kyle's team is like super specific. Like it's, I mean, I, that's why I call him the cheat code. Like he's just, he's doing it like nobody else has done it before. So I think Kyle's going to have, because he has so many multiple team or multi players on one team, I think he's just going to have a couple rough weeks and then he's going to make it up. But I mean, right away. So he's going to have some buy struggles. At what two weeks when the Pats play and when the Bucks play, and then I think it's all Kyle from there on out. So I, I still think he gets in the playoffs pretty easy, but I think Georgia's going to sneak this one out. Bobby, yeah, I'm actually going Kyle. I think George has the potential to beat him, but I just don't think he's going to start the right lineup. He's going to do a typical George <laughs> and leave the right person on the bench. Kyle's going to sneak it out somehow. Um, George, George, don't panic. Yeah, when you listen I just don't, don't panic. make any moves. <laughs> I just have this like weird feeling like Kyle is going to have like a probably put like seven or six highest points and George is just going to be just under like just like had everything there and then just bobbled it. I mean, I want George to win, but I'm going with Kyle. I just feel like he's found a way every time this season. He's known about these buys long enough. Either his plan is to, well, I can just take two losses those two weeks or he's got some kind of. Sleeper that he's thinking will bust boom this week, and uh, you know he's he's played strategically pretty well all season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kyle on that one. Stick with the Morty line. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'll let you take the next one just because I'm in it. Yeah, we got Josh three and three versus Remy four and two. This is the lightest weight versus yeah. the heaviest weight. Josh is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and disrespect him. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Josh has struggled in the last four weeks, going one and three. Barely got a win against Bub. Led the division for two weeks and has dropped to third, losing to both Jose and Steve. He does play both of them again and could avenge those losses and regain the division. Remy has been up and down in scoring all season. 142, then 111. 161, then 116. 
204 than 134. Is this a boom week for Remy? Remy has not played Kyle and is only one game behind him right now. Currently, Kyle has a 20-point lead on Remy in points four. Remy could take the lead of the division with me losing and Kyle losing. Hmm. Yeah. I love when you get all strategic. Yeah. That was good. Uh, you know, all right, go ahead. Um, so <laughs> here's the odd factor <laughs> that I kind of want to put. You know, I always wonder if you have more free time that week, can you give somebody a fantasy owner an advantage there? And Josh has had nothing better to do. And I don't really want to say the crude things because I know your mom listens. But watch TV <laughs> and look at fantasy football. So does Josh finally fix his team? Like now that he's had some time just to concentrate and look and see and maybe like have lineup Nirvana and get a good enough roster to beat Remy? I kind of want to go with Josh. That's where my gut's saying like, eh, he has the time. But then I just feel like Remy's got a pretty solid team this year. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going Remy stick and Morty party. I know he doesn't like when I pick him, but picked him last week and he won. So yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. I'm, I'm also go going, ahead. uh, Remy. I think Remy, uh, has a pretty solid team. Michael Thomas coming up and everything. Uh, sorry, Josh, you're going to fall to three and four, bud. Oh boy. All right. Well, I hate to do it. I really do. I hate to do it to Rem, but I, I got to pick myself. And, um, it, it it's just because of this term that Bobby likes to use, which is a reversion to the mean. Yep. Um, I mean, I got Keenan Allen, you got Hopkins, you got Travis Kelsey. I, I mean, I guess they, they're just taking a couple weeks off, but like I, I'm putting up a hundred, hundred points. If that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's gotta end, right? It's gotta stop. It's got to. Like, at some point, they've got to go back to being actual fantasy football players. And for whatever reason, there's been three solid weeks. So I just got to assume this is the week. I mean, if I take another hit, I mean, I might just have to just hand this podcast over to somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to pick me, but uh, not very confidently, unfortunately. All right. Up next. We got John at three and three, Jose at three and three. This could determine who's in the playoffs. Like this is a pretty solid little matchup here early in the season. Well, I guess halfway through, but early for us. And John has lost one, lost one, lost one. And that's, that's been it for the whole season right there. So this would be a lose week in his cycle. If, the, if this continues, um, I mean, John has lost to all the Ricks and has not beat a divisional opponent yet, which isn't great. So if things end up close, that's not good for you, John. Yeah. If he loses here, he could be on the outside looking in at six and six. So, I mean, if he's coming down to close like that, you got issues. Now, Steve's currently at a 90-point gap in that division. Jose's on a two-game losing streak. And has, I mean, he's been a bust. But either scoring 156 or he's scoring under 135. So he's up and down, too. His team's kind of like Remy's, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, 
John is again projected in the 150s, which I feel you, John. That's me every week, too. No, it's not. We were no, supposed, it's not. We were supposed to be great. <laughs> you were not consistently projected in the 150s. Where yes, are you oh, dreaming that up? I think the, the first two weeks you were. After that, uh, no. no. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, even the past, I had like a 155, 147. I'm going back. I'm listening to we're all our episodes. Bobby's going in full detective mode. I'm going to see if we even mention anything. No, go ahead and look back because this is why it's incredibly disappointing for me every week. It's because ESPN, who's wrong about everything anyway, but ESPN knows that my team should be scoring high. (laughs) And yet every week, I mean, I'm never projected in the 130s. I'm projected higher. So every week I go into it with a pretty solid projection. And then, uh, you know, I just obviously crash and burn. So, but we're not even talking about me. We're talking about John here. Same deal with John. He's always projected high, and his team just seems to let him down, mediocre, which is, you know, same MO I had last year. So he currently has no defense. Um, I mean, if I got to go, I think Jose's going to start sliding. I think John's about to start his little midseason revenge tour where he starts picking up. So I'm going to pick John on this one. Yeah, I'm going with our guest as well. I just I don't like Jose's team. Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon have proved to really hurt each other in their fantasy value with Gordon coming back. Uh, they didn't have a good performance right. last week. That was a big cornerstone for Jose doing good at the beginning. Um, that's normally what Jose does. He does really well when he wants to, like, hey, we're doing the draft. Jose pays a lot of attention, and then he just kind of gets bored with us and forgets to keep up with it, and then all of a sudden his team takes a slide in the second half of the season. Um, he makes some crazy trade, which I still wouldn't rule out um, <laughs> that he would trade for Evans after this week. You know, especially if he loses and he's three and four, he might just say, oh, well, I want the homer pick um, and trades. But yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going John all the way on this one. Okay. Well, I'm obviously going with myself. Jose's, Jose's <laughs> not even going to be paying attention. He's going to be on a cruise enjoying himself. And then as soon as he's oh, as soon as he point. steps off, he's gonna check the score and then just throw his phone. Just absolutely toss it. <laughs> like, the league uh, would lose their minds if he forgets to fix this whole like sixty one point projection like everyone on by on his roster. Like like people will be field. blowing up my phone Sunday morning saying, Hey, you need to go and <laughs> set Jose's lineup. I mean, look at his lineup. Fair. It won't matter. It won't, but you know that uh, People will not give you that easy win if Jose does not set his lineup. We will have to enforce the Jared T. Burgess clause on uh, non-roster. Jose, enjoy your cruise, bud. Enjoy your cruise. So please, just put somebody who's on an actual team and take a Jay out of there. Um, You know, anybody. I can always put AB in. You still got AB on your roster? Quiet. He's coming back. I keep hearing Just that, in man. case. It's got a lot of uh, extracurricular activities to resolve before he can't, he can't come a, back. Comeback season, okay? Well, we're we're okay. done with predictions, so I wouldn't mind uh, going on a little tangent here with this. You know, we're at, we're at 31 minutes or so. So, John, how do you feel about um, something like that? Like, I always feel like, hey, you know, AB's a great player, right? But then you trade to a new team. How much value can the team really get out of him with him not of practicing? with them you know like you got to learn the playbook you got to learn the plays you know he may be great for the 10 15 plays he's in but he'll never have like the huge 30 30 
fantasy point plus weeks? Uh, not right off the bat, yeah. but I mean, with us like, as in the Patriots, we kind of got him involved right away and ended up getting a touchdown and everything. Yeah, so it all depends. That's true. It all depends on how you want to use him. That's and what I'm we saying. Weren't, we weren't desperate at wide receiver, as yeah. you saw my, our lineup, but someone that is could actually start force feeding him the ball. So, I mean, it's possible. Hmm. Yeah, he would have to go to a team but, with no one else. Like he would have to be their their one wide receiver that they just are force feeding him, but. With not knowing the plays, not knowing the offense, and then just coming basically off the couch, it just seems hard to me to really get a ton of use in there. Like, he probably could get a touchdown here and there, and he'll be good for like a 10 to 15 point week, which isn't bad. It's better than most waiver wire pickups, but I just never see him being like a, a true wide receiver one or two. He'd be a flex option at best, even if he yeah, does absolutely. come back. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Oh, sure. All right. Um,. How about our weekly dance with Nance? Okay, bring up her lineup. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it up. She's playing Steve, who I just want to say I beat last week for his first Congrats. loss in the Vampire League. He was getting way he big likes in the, the britches. He likes to call. Yeah, he likes to say he's had bye weeks. I say he just, you know, I'd say he just sucks. But whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little, little, little bit of revenge for him absolutely doubling my score last time he played. <laughs> In the other league. Um, his team's all back. I mean, he's got a big projection for that league at 137. He's got Matt Ryan, Delvin Cook. You know, I'm not even going to go into his lineup, but it's great. Um, my Nanson on your team over here. Now, it looks like it all hinges on whether or not Devontae Adams is coming back. Uh, John, you got any word on that? I do not. Call all he was talking yet? about was okay. meth recently, so I'm not sure. What? What? <laughs> Anyway, you know, she's got Deshaun Watson, Fournette, and looks like she picked up Kenyon Drake uh, to replace Connor this week. So she's got Connor on by. So, you know, her, her bench is pretty full. So, not a lot of work she can do. Um, Dee Dee Westbrook is her starting wide receiver right now, which is kind of a bummer. But it looks like she has Ty Hilton in the, uh, in the flex. Okay. So, you know. Okay, maybe she's just being smart about what time she starts yeah. people. I'll be at uh, that game. Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I will be in Indianapolis oh, cool. this weekend. Oh. Awesome sauce, oh, nice. man. Yeah. Um, she's got Jimmy Graham still. Uh, that's not working out for her. Sorry, Ma. Uh, Panthers defense is on bye. Do you think she should drop him and pick somebody up? Or is it I mean, taking the bye and keeping the drop him. That league, the waiver wire is so deep in that league, which, I mean – I'm That's not true. doing the best. I think I'm two and four there. Maybe I'm trying to overdo it with the waiver, but I mean, it, it's like one of the deepest waivers you could get in any fantasy football league because we only have twelve people teams. You know, like in your yeah. team should be somewhat stacked just because you know John's a vampire, so he didn't get any huge number ones off the off there. So essentially, we drafted a nine man you know team with only twelve players that you can fill. So there's just so many good options out there. You can't roster a lot. I think for a defense to hold your your bench spot, I don't know. It's not worth it. All right. Unless well, let you, me see. She's unless you got, had like uh, New England's defense, like, and even I have them. I don't know if I would keep them. Maybe, depending on what my record was. But she's got, she's got enough wins. She'll probably be in the playoffs. I mean, she's only lost once, but I wouldn't. Not with the Panthers' yeah. defense. Which is a battle of five and one. Would ones. you even keep? Yeah. Would you even keep Dee Westbrook, or would you drop Dee Westbrook and look for? I mean, like, so on the waiver, we've got people like. 
Sammy Watkins. You've got David yeah, Montgomery. I would pick up Sammy Watkins. Well, yeah. Possibly I mean, he's supposed Sher- to come Sterling down. Shepard. Tyrell Williams. you got Golden yeah. Tate over there. I mean, there's yeah. options. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Brown. John Brown's so, playing Miami this week. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah, uh, I think she'll be all right. She can make some moves tomorrow, and I think she's going to have a pretty solid team. I know Devontae Adams has got her all worried, but uh, – I think she's going to be solid. Yeah, I mean, I would drop Connor. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe you or Bub would pick him up, but even that, it's like, oh yeah, you know, would. I mean, he did. He did just have a thirty point. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't drop true. Connor. That means you're stuck with Kenyon Drake, and nobody wants any Miami players. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely drop. Kenyon but you say Connor's but... on buy, right? Or no? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's not a free up. auction like ours. That's the one thing I was thinking. Like with our league, is almost like you could drop somebody on a bye week. No one would probably grab them, and then you could buy them back if you yep. wanted. Um, but ours is yeah. We just have very shallow benches yeah. in this Vampire League, so you really got to be smart about your managing. Yep, that's all the advice I'd give her. Anything else? Nope. I have uh, a question for you guys. Nope. Go ahead. Go ahead, John. Who do you believe is going to finish this tight end number one? I feel like this year there was absolutely no tight ends that have stuck out. It's usually Kelsey and Ertz, and I just don't feel like they're at the top anymore. I think it's Kettle. I think mm. Piff's got him at Kettle. Yeah, I was actually I was going to say that. I think it is yeah. Kettle. Um, I mean, injuries to all the other guys who are coming up close. Obviously, Kelsey's not really doing it. Um, but, I mean, Kittle just – he just looks like a freaking sp- – bulldozer with a v8 engine like he's just <laughs> running through people <laughs> so i i mean the tight end whisperer has the guy i'm sure yeah i would be it'd be hilarious just as weird as this whole football season and fantasy football season has been like i would not be surprised at all if gronk came back like week 14 and then somebody picks him up off free agency for the championship, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. he was on. He's on the uh, announcing yeah. team, right? And then he said he left it open specifically in his contract, so he can come back at any time. And he would not say no. That's one where I could see, like, if Gronk went back to the Patriots, which he wouldn't go anywhere else. He's already he knows the playbook, so yeah, you know, he could he play. He could, yeah, he could just go right in. Um, you think they clinch the playoffs and then he joins the team? I don't know about this season, but I could see him doing it next season. I think he really wants just a year off, but depends if Brady comes yeah. back or not. He's pretty beat up. Yeah, I could see if if we'll the see. Pats go undefeated. I mean, and they go nineteen and zero or whatever. I, I just can't see Brady coming back for another season after that. I mean, like, what else could he do? Do it you know? again? I guess go like what is that thirty eight? No. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he is a. Uh, he is in love with himself enough to go for that legacy, but <laughs> out, there, out there kissing his boys on the lips. So, I mean, he's not having a great a great season at quarterback. His defense is just phenomenal, I'm giving him a ton of opportunities. But you know, it's not like he's leading the league yeah, in anything. Incredible. Uh, but he's he's doing what he yeah, needs some, to do. Someone said that's Tom Brady. Someone said he's like uh, Peyton Manning when he won that Super Bowl mm-hmm. with a great Denver defense. Um, I think he's a little better than that season. I think, Peyton Manning I think has, that's what I don't feel like he needed. Really, we'll see. That's true. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think it's fair is that I that was what I was going to say is like he's not he's not Aaron Rodgers. That he's selfish with the ball, right? Like he has to get Brady stats up. Like he doesn't care. He just wants to Correct. win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, he's just a, he's an old older guy. He's just out there having a good time. He's like, if this wins football games, I'll just hand this ball off. There's no big deal here. So, yeah, good for you guys, John. <laughs> <laughs> Over here with my third string quarterback, so no, six and zero. Hodges. <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's all I got for this week. Um, thanks for joining us, John. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, and if anybody else wants um, to be on the podcast, here's what you need to do be a part of the league and be by your phone and I'll text you. Um, that's really it. I know all 20 of our listeners, um, you got to be a part of the league. I'm sorry. Uh, and be by your phone. Yeah. Um, if you want to leave a voice message, you can leave voice messages. Just let us know if you've got any, um, hot news or anything breaking you want to share with us. You can always do that. All right. All right, guys. Thanks See for having guys. me. Peace. And thank you again, Jerk Nation, for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Jerk Nation. <laughs>